You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast, the place where course creators go to sell more of their online courses. I am super excited because I've got a very special guest with me this week, all the way from Wilmington, Delaware. I don't even know where Wilmington, Delaware is, but I know it's, um, it's far away from me. A little bit about this person. She's a content repurposing artist who unveils the connection between you and your content so that you can be integral and confident in sharing your message online in the truth of who and where you are. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Ms. Alexandra Montfort. Alexandra, how are you? Hello. <laughs> I am fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, Alexandra, I'd like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one? Okay. Yes, I do. And this one is by Rumi. And it, it says... Um, Respond to every call that ex- excites your spirit. Yes, love it. And let us know, what does yeah. that mean to you, Alexandra? So for me, it's that whenever I, I feel a nudge to do something, um, to not hesitate, just go for it. Like if it brings me joy, if it's, it brings me this like enthusiasm, just like you don't know what it is, just like follow that feeling, follow that vibe and just pursue it. And whenever I, I hear it or I read it, it reminds me just to like, go for it. Take the risk. If it's a risky decision you have to make, just go for it. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Like if there's something that I know is, um, it yeah. speaks to me. It's like, you know what? I would really, yeah. really like to do that. Hey, I'm going to do it because sitting there thinking about it, you're just wasting it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love that. Now, hey, Alexandra, I reached out to you and wanted you on this podcast because I think you've got a really, really cool topic, which is all about repurposing. Now, I'm going to hand it over to you in a second, just let you take the mic and, and take control. But I just wanted to say, um, you know, I think if, if someone's listening to this and they're like, oh, repurposing, I've heard this before, you know, you do a YouTube video and then cut the audio and put it on your podcast and then snip it and put it on your Instagram and on your Facebook and then yeah. put a photo on Pinterest or whatever. And look, there's obviously yeah. elements of that, but you go a little bit deeper and you have a slightly different philosophy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because the way people tend to talk about it, a goal about it is really like a cookie cutter type of way. And I, I really delve into being intentional and how you're doing it. Um, knowing the platforms you're, you're going to use and being platform specific and how you're going to distribute your content. And also noticing that even if you have one platform, you could still repurpose your content. Mm-hmm. And that's where the aspect of, I talk about reimagining your content comes in play. Really making it multifaceted. And what I mean by that is Showing different aspects of that piece of content that could touch your audience in different manners. And, and, and I kind of want to give an example. Um, so 
when I met my now spiritual teacher, and that was like five years ago, she focuses on feminine embodiment. When I met her, the content that she shared was about business. And that's how I was introduced to her. But there are other people who are her students that were introduced to her through her content regarding uh, relationships. But whether it was business or relationships or maybe even motherhood, it all led back to femininity and how to embody your femininity in all the aspects of your life. And that's kind of how I look at clients' content when I go through them. It's like, okay, this is, this is the theme. This is the, the general theme that you have in that, that material. So what are the other ways you can talk about it? What have you noticed that your audience is talking about? Or what are, what are the problems that's related to that main thing that they're looking for that you can approach this? And, you know, we could, we could play with the words. How, and, and the English language, I want to say that the English language has so many words. <laughs> and even one word can be defined in different ways. And so you can have that same message and just use play with synonyms and even analogies and metaphors and stuff of that nature to deliver that same message. And so it's kind of pushing a client to be a little bit more expansive in how they deliver their message in their own voice, of course, in their own style uh, of communication, how they speak, um, the persona of their brand and themselves. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. So some really good uh, overviews there. Let's get um, let's get tactical now, Alexandra. So let's say um, someone's watching this, and where do they start? You know, they're like, hey, I've you know, where do they? Let's even start there. Where do they start with content? What's the first thing someone needs to do to get visible? Get visible. Oh, so is it someone? that is just starting? Is it someone that's um, like, who is that person? Where, where are, what stage they are, would you yeah, say? let's give a bit of an avatar. <laughs> so this person here, let's say they've got a personal Facebook profile. Yeah. They've got maybe some, some friends and family on there. Um, maybe got Instagram as well. Use that every mm -hmm. now and then, but not a, not a huge amount there. Maybe some, some friends mm -hmm. and family as well. May And then also maybe just started up a business page, Facebook business page, mm -hmm. and a Facebook Instagram account, and have an online course, but it's not selling yet. That's where we're at with mm -hmm. that person there. So no real, uh, no real big audience, just a few friends yeah. and family. You know, maybe the odd colleague or co-worker or ex-client yeah. or something like that. But they've got an online course, not really selling, um, personal Facebook profile, personal Instagram profile, and then just start up a Facebook business page and a Facebook Instagram, and then, and, sorry, an Instagram business Instagram. Page, <laughs> Facebook Instagram page. Right. <laughs> okay, I love that. Yeah, so I think the first thing I would say to do is to set up the set up with yourself the mindset that you're going to use your Facebook profile for business. Mm. Um, because if you're, you're still juggling is it as like, it's my way to connect with friends and family and I'm doing this business stuff. Your focus is not, it's, it's split basically. And so I would say the first thing to do is to say, okay, I'm going to switch 
the direction of my Facebook profile and I'm going to make it a business Facebook profile. Um, I don't use Facebook pages just because I haven't seen that it, it's gotten me um, much engagement at all. So <laughs> I'm not even going to address it. I'm going to be like, if you already started and you want to like, that's the only, um, that's the only uh, moment where, where I would say you could copy paste it. I'm not very, I don't advocate for copy pasting. <laughs> but if you don't have one or it, it's really like zero engagement, nothing, don't even worry about it. Just focus on your profile. That's what I would say with that. And so depending on the topic of your, your course, um, and let me go, I, I think I do better when I give examples and, and give my explanations. I think you've made some really good points here that I'd like to dive a bit sure. deeper into. So uh, I love it, Alexandra, how you've mentioned, hey, if you've got a Facebook business page and you've got a personal Facebook profile, hey, just give up the Facebook business page. Now, I'm a huge fan of that as well. We might even just expand a little bit for the, the listeners that are unaware of that. And they're like, well, hold on, isn't that what you do on a Facebook business page? And here's my understanding of it anyway. It's that you use a Facebook business page for Facebook advertising. That's pretty much it. Yeah. You're not, and, and the goal is, great, if I want to do Facebook paid advertising, then I yeah. need a Facebook business page. And if I'm doing paid Facebook advertising, okay, then I need to have some stuff on my profile because someone might see an ad, click on my mm -hmm. business page and then see it there, right? But if you're not doing that, it's almost a big waste of time just posting yeah. on your, your Facebook business page and expecting results. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Give up, stop doing it. Either decide to go all in on Facebook ads and go that way, then, then you mm -hmm. may get some traction there or use your personal profile. And those people that are, that are watching or listening, and they're like, ah, oh, but I want to use my, my personal profile for my friends and family. You know, the, mm. the way I look at that is I'm like, well, that's what I use real life for, you know. Uh, use real life for your friends and your family, you know. Use social media for, for business. Um, but yes. if, if you really have, there are some little workarounds as well where it's mm -hmm. like there's some settings on Facebook where you can say, you know, hey, only show this post to my friends. and You put people in different lists, right? You know, just show this to my friends and family. Just show this to business people. You can do that there. Um, or you may even say, look, I'll create a separate profile just for my friends and yeah. family. I have, you know, 20 friends on there, my closest friends and family, and I use that. And then Facebook profile is just for everyone else. Um, mm -hmm. But in saying that, you do want to be, you don't want to be careful not to double the work, amount of work for yourself yeah. as well. And be like, well, do I post right. my personal or my friend one? So yeah. you are going to start that separate one, just a handful of people of friends and family on there and then everyone else on your, your other one because you still want your friends and your family on your business. Yeah. Role because firstly, they're your yeah. friends and your family. They're the people that are going to support you, right? If there's mm -hmm. one thing the internet's uh, taught me, you don't want to rely on the kindness of strangers, right? So it's all to you. <laughs> your friends and your family. But one more point and then I'll, I'll give it over to you. Also, I want you to mindset-wise think, well, hold on, why don't you want to post on your personal Facebook profile? Is it because you're not all in on your mission? Is it because you're embarrassed? Is it because you're not good at what you do? You know, if, if any of those thoughts are coming in, um, you know, it may be some mental work you need to do with yeah. to get confident. Um, there was one more thing I was going to say on that, but I've forgotten it. Sorry, sorry. Continue on. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. I love that you said that because 
Um, and I will talk personally for me and experience is that when I did have my, uh, cause I had deleted an old profile, um, a Facebook profile, cause I didn't want my family to know what I was doing and all that. But what I <laughs> I've been there. That's how I speak to it, right? Cause I, I've been there myself. Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. So what what came up for me was it was a really, uh, uh, not a test, but maybe a test to show up as who I am, like I'm doing this and, and not hide because or else if you're hiding from family and friends with what you do, imagine how you're hiding in your content when you're creating it. You're not going full force in it. You're not really being authentic. You're not really being yourself as you really desire to be. Uh, so, so like you said, there's a lot of mental stuff that <laughs> arises for something as simple as like, what am I going to share on my platform? I mean, wow. <laughs> and to yeah, I love it because I'm because because there's a few things there, right? Like, hey. Is anyone really even going to care? Are your friends and family really going right. to be like, oh, Alexandra's posting a business thing. Let me unfriend her and never speak to her again. They don't freaking care. You know, they've got a million other exactly. things going on and, and really they'll probably support you. And yeah, just, just so with myself, right? I used to be the same. I was like, I won't post on my personal profile. I'll set up a group and only post in there. And then yeah. I had a mentor who basically said, hey, no, you're posting on your, your personal profile. And the video you need to do is my story, you know, cover it, my story. Wow. It was the most, and once again, like now I post on, on my Facebook, like it's no one's business, you know, I couldn't care less what, <laughs> what um, anyone does on there. But at the time it was so scary for me. Yes. To post a video saying my story to my, on my personal Facebook profile. But the yeah. minute I did that still today, that's got the most likes I've ever had in my wow. life. And it's springboard. As soon as I did that, it sort of broke that barrier. And then right. I post on my Facebook profile all the time. And that's when my business started to really grow. So I want to thank you for bringing that up. But I'm going to shut up and, and bring it back to you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love that. So speaking of barriers, and that's going to lead back to your, the original question that you, um, you asked me. So if that person has a course that's not selling and, you know, their platform is not really getting much engagement, they didn't do much with it. I would say like the, one of the first things you should post about is probably one of the boldest things that you are afraid to post about in regarding to how you approach your topic. If you have a um, non-popular uh, idea or point of view about the topic of the course you're selling, make it one of the first three posts that you're doing so that you could break that barrier, basically, of, uh, I call it like marketing shyness. <laughs> like you just wanna give 30% of what you really believe <laughs> instead of giving the full 100%. <laughs> so do that and 
I would always say like, even just to give you some preparation, take some time, sit down and actually write out, okay. And it's very the basic stuff. Like what are the problems that you know that your people are going through in regards to uh, your course? What have, what type of results have other people gained in what, once they dealt with the issue that you're addressing, which will be really nice. Um, what else can you do about it? How are people talking about it? And you just continue writing and writing and writing all of that. And once you have it, and it's very important, the writing portion, because it gives you a visual of, instead of trying to manage everything in your head, that's just too much to contain. And then just play with it like, okay, um, let's go with law of attraction and uh, hmm. law of attraction and career. You want to attract your dream career. Okay. Why are people having difficulty attracting their dream career? You could have a plethora of reasons for that. Then you could write out, well, here's a way you could use law of attraction to, uh, to uh, get your dream career. If, you're dealing with overwhelm or if you're afraid to move to an another state because actually the career that you want is in another state and it's like, you've never moved. You've been here all your life. Maybe someone is just like stuck in trying to do something new, trying to do something bold in their life. You're gonna address something else and they might be another tactic in, uh, in law of attraction that you're going to share with that person, but not share with someone else. So there's like nuances and levels to that. And you just write them all out and you choose, you choose which one you want to address and make a post on top of it. And once you do that for an amount of time, you always go back, analyze and see which one had the most engagement. And especially if you have a personal story with related to the course content you're selling, Tell people, this is how I did it. This is what I dealt with. This is the issue I was having. And this is how I did, did it using these law of attraction techniques, basically. Um, so that's like a brief overview. <laughs> yes, well, I'll, I'll piggyback off that and just say some really good points. I think you've mentioned there, Alexandra, that my listeners would, would love. So. Uh, I guess the overview is like, hey, think from other people, right? Like if you're posting content, the content shouldn't really be focused to you. It should be like, hey, how can I help other people? So look, what are these problems other people are having? How can I address those? I think if you go into your content with that philosophy, it's going to be a lot better. And then you gave two little suggestions there. One was with um, the, the results that people have gotten. And I think this can be a few different ways. It may be... You know, it may be results that your students have gotten or your clients have gotten, but even just general stories, you know, yes. it could be like, yes. hey, look, I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan, you know, and look, here's what Tony Robbins does or what Tony Robbins tells his clients to do. Mm -hmm. Here are some of the results they got. So look, I tried it on myself and got this result too, because, you know, there's something about, I feel me anyway, I hate it when, when people just tell me something, you know, hey, you have to do this. Man, give me a bit of background or a bit of why. <laughs> yeah. so, so at least if it's a story, you're not you're not really yeah. telling me to do something. You're just telling a yeah. story. 
And if you tell that story correctly, I'll get that message. Well, hold on, this person didn't and got this result. So maybe I should do it and get that result there. It's a, a nicer way. Um, and I love how you've mentioned if you've got a personal story as well, um, because content is content. Well, I shouldn't say content is content, but um, yeah, it, there's probably a heap of other people that teach something similar to what you do. Yeah. And slightly different, but there's only so much you can teach in the methods. But if you can put your personal story on it, it's mm -hmm. just way more relatable. So I think that's yeah. key there. And then even just circling back to the top where you said, hey, if you've got something that's controversial, you know, share that. <laughs> because this is the thing I've realized in, in marketing, but in life as well. If you try and speak to everyone, you're going to yeah. end up speaking to no one. If you just have that generic message, you know, nobody's gonna gonna listen to it right it's similar with niche mm -hmm. you know like let's say for example if i was like let's say we were teaching the same thing right and i was mm -hmm. like hey you know i teach this thing but i teach it specifically to you know 30 year old entrepreneurs in australia i'm yeah. probably going to connect that that you know audience there you know hey you teach it to you look about 21 i'm guessing alexandra so you know you teach it to the 21 year old women in um in delaware there you know it's like a <laughs> way of, of uh you know you can just really narrowed down and that's probably a, a bad way to explain it but simplified version like if you're just saying the same thing everyone else is saying you've got nothing different but if you've right. got a point of view that you can stick with yeah it may piss some people off but those people are probably never going to buy from you anyway and if they did they wouldn't like your cause um but mm -hmm. you the people that do so i think that's cool um so okay so let's go from there now we've got some ideas and we go and we paste post it on our personal face what, what do we do actually do we post it on our personal facebook profile do we post it on Instagram? Do we post it on Instagram and it automatically shares to the personal Facebook profile? Do we post it on both on the same day? Do we do one one day, one the week later? What do we do? I think that's a personal thing as far as um, if you're going to post it one day on Facebook and then do it on Instagram, I think that's individual to the person. But one thing I will say is please do not copy paste it. <laughs> Please do not write the same things that you wrote on Facebook to Instagram. The message might be the same, but tweak it a little bit. Because imagine someone is, is following you on Facebook and they're like, and now you're promoting your Instagram. It's like, hey guys, I'm also on Instagram. Come and follow me. And it's like, you're doing the same thing. Like, there's no point of really following you on both platforms if, if I'm not gaining some some type of value on Instagram that is different, that's gonna make me want to go on your Facebook and see, check you out on Instagram at the same time. So you, you want to like keep it alive, basically, keep, keep your content alive. Um, because it's not, like I said, it's not just, it's multifaceted. It's just not, it's just not, it's not one dimension, dimensional, if I could say it like that. <laughs> So yeah, so the other thing is you want to know um, how those platforms communicate. How do people communicate on those platforms, which is going to help you mold your content in a way that's going to be consumable on each platform, basically. So that's the second thing I, I would want to say about that. And also, and you'll learn along the way how your people like to consume your content. 
I mean, some people I've seen, it's like they do a lot of quotes and people are responding. Some is pictures or they have like, especially on Instagram, they have these, uh, I don't know how to call them, but they have these patterns where they share, they share uh, posts and it makes like a huge image on oh, their yeah. Instagram profile. Yeah, yeah. Um, some people is just like, I don't want to call it this. It's not disorder, but it's like, this, it's like the colors are not really matching, but it's the content on the, the, the photo that's more important. There are people like that. Um, yeah, so it's, 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 it's playful. You kind of have to figure it out, uh, what's going to work best for you and what's going to work best for your audience. And the other thing I want to mention too, um, speaking about like, okay, when do I post on Instagram? When do I post on Facebook? You have to decide the time you are willing to dedicate to your content creation profile and taking in consideration your life. Like, how is your life constructed at this time? Are you willing to make some, move some pieces in order to create that time to brainstorm, to bring up your ideas, to know how you're going to write it out and be very honest about where you are now because, um, you know, we always like to talk about consistency and I like to talk about consistency too. <laughs> but sometimes consistency is not every single day because can you sustain every single day, especially if you're juggling multiple platforms? If no, don't put that stress on you. Consistency is committing to a frequency, repeating that frequency, and it could change any time. If you want to, if it is a goal of yours to reach that daily posting, make it a goal where you gradually go up and reach that goal. But don't force yourself because what's going to happen is that you're not going to enjoy writing out that content and preparing it and all the stuff that comes with just the aspect of content creation for your business. That's not to mention all the things you have to take, the other things you have to take care of. Um, so yeah, that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll piggyback and, and agree. I think, yeah, the, the first thing is time, right? Like really, yeah. I, like I've got no doubt in my life, in my mind, I could probably work from 5 a.m. till 9 p.m. just posting mm -hmm. content if I really wanted to. Great, let mm -hmm. me record a podcast. Now let me do a YouTube video. Now mm -hmm. let me do a Facebook post. Now let me do an Instagram one. Now let yeah. me do some stories. Now let me jump on um, Pinterest, you know. Now let me do a silly dance on TikTok, you know. It's just right. finish off on Tinder, you know. Like there's just, i got no doubt in my mind. Getting some DMs and then I reply to some, you know. Like I could spend all day on there, right? So it's yeah. like, hey, you know, what? What do we do? And but would that be the most valuable? You know, maybe, yes, maybe exactly. Not. You know, it's like, right. um, what, what am I? And, and not even valuable in terms of business in life as well. You know, how I might mm -hmm. look at my life. Look, you know, I need to spend an hour with my kids. Not me. I don't have a kid. You know, if someone's watching, <laughs> hey, I might need to spend yeah. an hour. That's my number one. You know, hey, if it comes to producing content or spending time with my kids, hey, mm -hmm. it's spending time with my kids. You know, exactly. then it might be like, all right, well, look, you know, I got to do an hour of sales calls or Zoom meetings and they usually mm -hmm. lead to more sales. That's my next priority. Hey, look, I can only spend an hour a week on content. 
okay, well, let's work with that. You know, don't try and force exactly. this crap content every day just for the sake of it. Say, hey, yeah. you know, I've got an hour a week. Here's what I'm going to do in an hour a week. I'm going to focus on one platform and I'm going to yes. do one really good Facebook post every week. That's what I'm going to do. You know, someone else may be different. Maybe they've got an hour a day. Okay, cool. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm going to Monday, Wednesday, Friday is Facebook. Tuesdays podcast, you know, Thursdays yeah. YouTube, you know, and that's, that's different. There's no right or wrong. It depends. Hey, where are you in your life? Where are you in your business? What can you, mm-hmm. you fit in there? And I love how you mentioned consistency, right? Consistency isn't, you know, hey, it's got to be every day or every hour. Yeah. Hey, I'm committing once a month, you know? Hey, you probably want yeah. more than that, but if that's all you got, <laughs> yes. it's better to say, look, I'm going to do at least one good post every month and then some bits mm-hmm. and pieces here and there, you know? It's better than over committing and not doing. And then it's just, it doesn't really work. So love that you've, you've yeah. brought up um, that there. So let's say then, Alexandra, how do we get the most out of one piece of content? You go out there, uh, you've got some ideas, you've got a, an idea yeah. you want to do. You either you know, write it as a Facebook post or take it as a video and post it on Facebook. How do we repurpose to get the most out of that one piece of content? Uh, so anyways, okay. Okay, so say you have a long form copy on your your Facebook you created. Because I love quotes. (laughs) I I always tell I I would first look at read everything and see what is a like a one liner that that people that that person can use as just a quote. And that can be one form of content. Something that really stands out. So it's not anything that like basic, basically. Um, the other thing that you can do is create, use that quote and then elaborate on the meaning of it. And it doesn't necessarily need to refer back to the original long form copy. It could be like an introduction to something else that still matters to your audience. Another way is maybe there's a word that you use or a phrase that you use in that long form copy that you could create as a video and elaborate on its meaning or how it um, affects your, uh, why is it important for your audience to know um, what that phrase means. Wow. It could also be on on the form of, it could give you, if you're into podcasting, it could give you ideas on uh, podcasting topics to to address. It could give you ideas on offers that you maybe want to create or an ebook you want to create. Um, It's so many things. So it it depends on the pieces of content that you want to, to do whether you want to do blogs, you want to do videos where you're more into writing. So we'll still use that long form copy to create more um, writing, um, not only ideas, but more writing content basically. And it could just go, it could go so many ways and you could, you could unpack it. And also what I like about this process is that it allows people to remember probably what they forgot that they knew. <laughs> so sometimes these aspects of their, their life experiences or um, 
skills they've developed they haven't yet shared with their audience and so on in unpacking that piece of content those stuff sometimes arises and that leads to new ideas on how to um, further support your audience or the clients that you have at this moment uh, so it's not only for content purposes but also when you're working with your people whether it's maybe you want to update your course and say hey i didn't think about that i need to put that in lesson number two <laughs> basically uh so yeah let's take a quick break if you're a podcast host or someone wanting to be interviewed on podcasts as a guest visit podmatch.com podmatch automatically connects ideal podcast guests and hosts together for interviews we always say it works just like a dating app, but instead of connecting you for dates, it connects you for podcast interviews. Podmatch has connected over 85,000 guests and hosts together for interviews that listeners love, all while saving you countless hours of administrative work through built-in automations. If you're ready to level up your podcast interviews on either side of the mic, start today by visiting podmatch.com. So, uh, yeah, I'll piggyback off of that. So a couple of things I, I love there. It's like, I, I feel most people, will write one one good Facebook post and be like, whew, that's my post for the, the week, you know, and then then tomorrow need to start from scratch. Shit, what yeah. am I going to post today, you know? Yeah. And Wednesday, shit, what am I going to post today, you know? Mm -hmm. But with that strategy, it's like, all right, look, I'll do that one good post on a Monday. Now on Tuesday, instead of starting from scratch again, let me take a look at this Monday post again. Oh, that's a good quote. Let me put it on a Twitter quote and, and screenshot yeah. it or let me you know, put some colors on it and do one of those colorful <laughs> images and, and post it on there. And Hey, you know, that might connect with someone a little different now in many different ways. It may be like, let's say I look at Alexandra's Facebook and you know, she's got a long post and I go to read it. And then I see it's like a million words. Hey, I'm not going to read that. Um, but the next day I see a quote and I'm like, yes. and then a bit of an explanation of what that quote means. I'm like, that's a good quote. I'm going to like it. I'm going to comment. You know what? I like this Alexandra woman. She's cool, you know? And really, it's no different. The quote you just got from the freaking post the day before, right? But because it attracted me uh, with the quote, you know, it's, it's, it's got me in your funnel, right? Mm -hmm. And it's less work for you yeah. because you haven't oh, yeah. had to create a whole new bit of content. It's like you've already got the content. I'll just take a bit and, and post it here, you know? And then maybe someone's watched both. Maybe someone's read that post. They're like, oh, that's a good post. But then tomorrow they freaking forgot about it, you know? But then they see the mm -hmm. on the Tuesday. Oh, that's right. That's what she said. And me, anyway, I need to see something like four or five times before I remember it. You know, you just make one right. post and think I'm going to remember it. No chance. You know. Right. And then, you know, maybe you do a video of it the next day. You know. And then same thing. Maybe someone doesn't like quotes, but they like video. You know. Now they mm -hmm. connect with you in the video. Or maybe someone, you know, read the read the post and then forgot it. Then watched the video, and because they're more an audio learner or whatever, now they think yes. that in more there. You know. So I think. That stuff's really key. And that's what I like about your strategies there, Alexandra. It's like, hey, let me create one bit of content. Instead of getting that um, all over different platforms, and we'll touch on that in a sec, it's like, cool, you know, I've got this content here. Even if I'm just using my personal Facebook profile by this one piece of content, yeah. how can I get it to last me all week or all, all, all yeah. month with it being easy on me, the creator, yeah. but also yes. good on the, the, um, the audience because yeah. they're seeing the similar message, same message over and over again. Mm -hmm. in way. So I, I love that there. Now, in terms of platforms, Alexandra, I know we've sort of mentioned, hey, you know, study the different platforms and make mm -hmm. sure that it, 
uh, it works for that platform because as much as the dream exists, you know, hey, record this on Facebook Live and then copy yeah. it on YouTube and then get it on a podcast. And don't get me wrong, I do some of that stuff. So I'm not rubbishing it. I think it's good. <laughs> Uh, but what I'm saying is if that if you think you're going to get a massive YouTube following from just, you know, record, putting this pre-recorded Facebook Live on there, it's not going to work. There's different platforms, mm -hmm. different algorithms, different way people like to get content on there, you know? So what mm -hmm. can you tell us just in general, if someone's like, hey, Alexandra, you know, I want to be on um, as many different platforms as possible in the least possible, doing the least possible amount of work, what could you tell us mm -hmm. there? Ah, oh, I would tell them to be realistic because <laughs> that's a lot to ask for. Oh my goodness. And it depends like, and do they have other people? Are they outsourcing like a VA or someone else to, to support them in doing that? Cause I, I cannot, if you're like, I want to be on everything, like on, on, on TikTok, I want to be blogging, I want to be on YouTube, I want to be Facebook, I want Whoa, I'm gonna say this slow down. <laughs> Let's go one platform at a time, maximum two. But I wouldn't I I wouldn't be able to continue. And I would want to know like why do you want to do all of these platforms? Are all your people on all of these platforms? Is it a mindset that you think that you have to be everywhere because you wanna be seen everywhere? <laughs> um I mean, yeah, we, yeah, I would tell them to let, let's go over this a little bit. <laughs> well, I think that's a good message, right? The number, I love even just realistic because my background is in fitness and mm. I used to get the, the question, hey, John, how can I eat whatever I want and still lose weight? And I'm mm. like, well, <laughs> short answer, you're dreaming, buddy. You know, so I think that's the same yeah. thing. You know, if you want to be on every single platform as little as amount as possible, hey, let's get realistic. And yeah. there's, there's ways, you know, but as you also touched on, you know, the people that are doing that have teams, you know. Gary yeah. Vee's got a freaking guy that follows him around with oh a camera. You know? and, um, yeah. He's got VAs and, and all sorts of things there, you know. Um, yeah. But I like how you said, hey, focus on one platform first. Because even these days, even one platform is so yeah. rich, right? Even yeah. if you're on, on Facebook, well, hey, you know, are you on your personal profile? Are you in your group? Uh, are you in other people's yeah. groups? Are you, you know, yeah. sending DMs? Are you, you know, on the business page? I know we rubbish that a bit earlier, but still there's, there's, are you doing ads? You know, so it's like, even on that, and it's funny, like I'll speak to a lot of course creators and, and I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Like, oh, I'm doing Facebook, I'm doing Instagram, I'm doing YouTube, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, but, what are you doing on Facebook? You know, there's a million different strategies. Which one are you using? Yeah. You know? Same thing on Instagram. Are you posting on the feed? Are you doing stories? Are you um, Instagram TV? Are you on the yeah. now? You know, are you on the DMs? You know, there's just whatever you do. Yeah. If you're on YouTube, hey, it's not just posting a video. What are your keywords? You know, what? Um, uh, yeah, how much volume are your keywords getting? What's the, uh, what are you going to make your title? What are you going to make the thumbnail? You know, like there's, so many little things there. So often it's like, hey, just pick one, become a weapon at that one platform. And then once you're a weapon, okay, extend, expand out. And even with, I'll share a bit on, on my strategy on fitness education online, my main business, my, even though I'm on pretty much every different platform there, my main hub is still my Facebook group. And yeah, I, I dabble here and there. You know, I've got YouTube channel, podcast, whatever. But really the hub is that Facebook group. And that's still even where I focus most of my, my time on. That's a business I sell. 
you know, 100, 200 courses a month, still I'm focusing mainly on that one platform there. And the others are like an auxiliary. So I love that you brought that up. Um, hey, Alexandra, I want to be sensitive of your time. So there's just a few questions I like to finish up with. Now, I'm not sure, are you a course creator yourself? Do you have a course or is it more you, you help people um, directly via coaching? I, I, I do not have a course. And it's actually <laughs> when I spoke to you the first time and you talked about your group and I'm like, you know what? Like it was in the back of my head, but I'm like, I don't have the, the capacity right now. And then I came into your group. I'm like, oh my gosh, this group is fantastic. When I'm going to be ready, I, <laughs> I know where to go because this is awesome. Um, but no, I work. So part of my role because I call myself a, a content repurposing artist, but part, part of my role is I am a content curator and a consultant at the same time. Usually what I do is uh, if you already have a plethora of content that you've already created is that I dig through it and I organize it in a manner and so I need to learn about your business, what you do, who you're targeting, all those basic information. And then once I go through your content, I organize it in a manner that's going to be easily digestible for you so you could look through. And on a weekly basis, we actually talk and like, okay, how are you gonna use this? Is this going to be beneficial? Once you start posting those stuff out, I analyze, I look through, okay, who engaged with what? What are people saying? We come back again the next week and it's depending on how much content you have it's I mean I was working with someone and she she had a blog and it was like I don't know how long it was like over five years of like blog posts and I was going and I was we were together for six months I wasn't even done but it gave her some leverage and noticing, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize this aspect of myself because I wrote that like two years ago. Um, I didn't know that, you know, that was something that people actually want. And I totally forgot about this because I know that my audience want to talk about that. I see that my audience, you know, they enjoy that type of conversation. This is going to be helpful for them. And so that's kind of the just of, of what I do is like, I'm your, I'm basically your right hand man. I, I am coming with fresh eyes and like seeing the stuff that you've overlooked as far that are, that are really potent for uh, doing like organic marketing as far as the work you do, like really bringing out who you are, the brilliance in the work you do and just putting that in the, the forefront um, is, is really where, where, where I come and play. And that saves you a lot of time because you're not doing all that. <laughs> all that rereading re or listening to your videos and all that. I, I love it. I, I love organizing. I, you know, I've been a research, a, a research assistant for like four years. So attention to detail and organizing data, that's, that's all me. So. <laughs> well, sounds like an awesome service. I'm sure one day I'm going to take you up on that. Uh, I'll just do a quick shout out there. If you're watching on Facebook and you're like, damn, that's exactly what I need. Just send Alexandra a friend request 
or even no, you know what? Yeah. Just comment Alexandra down below, yeah. uh, and that way Alexandra can go and get you some details like that. So if you're interested in having Alexandra help you with your repurposing, just comment Alexandra down below. If you're listening on the podcast, just go to the show notes, and um, Alexandra, I'll put a link to your your Facebook profile in there. Uh, just a, a few questions I like to finish up with, or one question yeah. actually, one question, but there's a few different answers to it, and that's around mentors. So you're obviously a mentor out there for plenty of people that want to repurpose their content. Um, you've mentioned one of your spiritual mentors yeah. earlier on. I uh, just wanted to, uh, yeah, basically give some people a shout out. So any mentors you've got that maybe they've influenced you directly and you've worked with them or paid them or whatever it may be, or maybe there's some people that you follow on social media that have really, you know, changed the way you think about um, business or marketing or life. Uh, and then also some book recommendations as well. So mentors, mm. three different ways or two, two or three different ways. Oh man. Okay. I, I have to hands down my spiritual teachers. Okay. It's um, Sri Namaste Moore and Baba Richard Moore. Uh, so they're a married couple and they, uh, they touch on everything. I mean, they touch on business, on relationship, on life. And a lot of, because I, I approach my business in a kind of a spiritual manner. Also there's aspects of that in there. Um, a lot of the things, a lot of how I see my business and how I work with clients come from what I've learned from them, uh, whenever they provide like business programs and te teachings. And so if you're interested, Namaste more, that's, um, you could find her on online, of course, yeah. online, but on Facebook. Spelling <laughs> on that one. Namaste, so N A. M-A-S-T-E and more is M-O-O-R-E. Okay. So namaste right. more. Not yeah. <laughs> and recently I just found an amazing mindset and business coach that I am like, I want to work with her. And of course she, her big, one of her big things is content. And so when I saw that, I'm like, I jumped on it. I mean, I got into her group. I bought her course on content. I'm like, this is amazing. I love this woman. So her name is, I don't want to massacre her last name, but it's Kim Argen Singer. Um, I would have to come back and type in her name for everyone. She's amazing. Um, I just... Like the first time I listened to her, she was actually doing a video. It was an old video she was doing on content repurposing. So I'm like, oh, let me check that out. I just, I just fell in love. Um, yeah. So those are the two people I would say, you know, go check them out. And I'll, and I'll comment in the Facebook group with their names so it can be easier for everyone. But yeah. Awesome. awesome. At least one book oh, recommendation that's changed your life. Oh, um that changed my life. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's a tough one. I don't know. Can I just share a book that I'm reading now? Yeah, <laughs> okay. So, okay. I did tell you, like, I, I do have, like, involved spirituality in, in my work. So there's this book called The Science of the Mind. Oh, I don't know if you can see it. Yes, Ernest Holmes. Science of the Mind of Ernest Holmes. Um, and yeah, it, it has inspired some of my posts when I read it because I always, I always look at stuff and try to comp compare 
how does it relate to content? Like, how does it relate to creating content? And so educate, wanting to evolve in my own spirituality uh, and just always trying to make those connections. This book has been amazing for me, just expanding my mind and yeah, inspiring me for my own content, so. <laughs> well, hey, Alexandra, that's pretty much all I wanted to get through today. Uh, is there anything that I should have asked you but didn't or forgot to, or is there anything you want to finish us up with? Oh, goodness. <laughs> I think I'm complete. I think uh, I'm good. Uh, maybe the only thing I want to say to people is that if you have any um, curiosity or, or need to uh, look how how to think about your content. I, I would really love to, you could send me even, not just friend request me, send me a message because I would really love to know like what are, what are you dealing with right now and what are some of your content challenges and even some of the stuff that you like about creating content. That would be a really neat conversation starter <laughs> for us. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.